Imagine one day you are prepping to shoot a comedy commercial. You're figuring out the lines and casting the actors in order to generate the most humorous result possible. And then the next day, something happens and you are desperate to escape the city in which you live. You're leaving everything behind, not knowing even if the studio will be there when you come back, if you come back. This kind of upheaval is what my guest, Oleg Toman, who is the principal at Bart and Fink, is experiencing right now. So it's with a heavy heart today that I introduce this podcast episode because there's a war going on in Ukraine right now. As everyone knows in the world, it's in the news. I was fortunate to be introduced to someone who's living in the middle of it, who's in our industry. The gentleman's name is Oleg, and Oleg is the principal at Bart and Fink, which is an independent creative agency in Kiev. And they do in-house production, branding, design work, just like many of you listening. So in effect, Oleg is one of us. For those of you that listen to the Rev Thinking podcast, or if you're a member of Rev Community, where there are several hundred owners, just like Oleg, you know, you feel a kinship because he's one of us. So when I thought about this and when I met Oleg, I thought, wouldn't it be helpful to hear from him directly? What's going on? How is he? How is his family, his team, his community, his nation? And of course, most of all, I wanted to hear from Oleg a simple answer to the question, what do you want us to know? What's it really like? What's happening? And how can we help, perhaps as an industry? Because when you hear Oleg talk about the war going on that is soldiers and guns and bombs and all of the horrors that we know war to be, there's also another war going on that he talks about that is the war of ideas. And this is where we as an industry have the potential to play an important part in this story. So as you listen to Oleg's story, please ask yourself, what's the part that I can play? Well, it's not a crisis, it's a war. And for 36 yeah. uh, days uh, as well, we uh, understand that every Ukrainian have changed his mindset because uh, we were like uh, in our civilian life, we're pretty happy because um, there was everything we needed. We did our uh, stuff we wanted. Uh, we shoot like a creative director, like the owner of the agency, like a director. I shoot as a director for another agencies. Uh, it was cool. It was cool. But then... Uh, February 24th and the funny thing is uh, February 24th is my birthday ah. 
So I was, uh, I woke up and uh, I was expecting uh, absolutely opposite. <laughs> it was a nightmare because my uh, friend of mine called me early morning and asked, do you already know? And I said, no, what do I have to already know? And, uh, and it began. And then 15 days I spent with my kids uh, and my brother's family and my mother and my sister. So it was five adults and uh, four kids I spent in my uh, house. It's near Kiev, behind the enemy lines. And it, ha it occurred that I would never believe that uh, on the second day of war, well, first, you cannot believe that war is happening. It's absolutely impossible. Right. And the second day, you are behind the enemy lines with no electricity, no water, no connection, no information. It was pretty tough. It was pretty tough. And no, no, no cell service. Yeah. So you had no access yeah, to information. Yeah, no information, no oh. gas. Well, we, well, it was pretty tough. Yeah, and constant artillery, constant bombing and shells uh, falling and sent to Kiev and it was, uh, well, it was pretty tough. I'm, I, I, I guess it's a silver spoon because uh, it's uh, rather, I'm very happy to get out of there because it's uh, like, I don't know how it happened because three times I tried to escape with my kids uh, and only the third time succeeded. And we were finally, we reached uh, our uh, Ukrainian troops, soldiers, and then to Kiev. And then I sent uh, my kids, my mother and sister abroad, and uh, of course left here. Okay. My only uh, desire was to kill. I'm not a soldier. You cannot <laughs> imagine how liberal I am. I am as much liberal as you can <laughs> imagine, but within 15 days I become a berserk who want to kill Russians because uh, they uh, scared my kids. They uh, demolished everything I have. Well, the only uh, thing I wanted is to kill, and no matter who, no matter if you have a Russian passport, you're dead. But I came to... Uh, Lviv and uh, its western part of, uh, and I was absolutely surprised that uh, they live here like uh, like nothing, like, like there's no war at all because restaurants are working and the people are walking through the streets with their dogs, hmm. with their cars uh, clean. They're washing their cars. It's well pretty weird for me was, and then I meet uh, my uh, filming crew here. And uh, they they saw the the, the my mental <laughs> well I, I was in very difficult uh, mental situation and they asked me they uh, begged me okay man just stay for for a day or two and then go kill if you want and uh, thanks God and thanks to my crew that I stayed here now I'm in the hotel uh, near Lviv. And uh, they, uh, the funny thing is, the guys like uh, from uh, production, from uh, DOPs, uh, focus pullers, uh, like uh, all the other pro pro production managers, uh, producers, line producers, they in within 15 days they became 
uh, a cool smugglers because they now they can bring any stuff you need, like weapons, like uh, humanitarian stuff and whatever. Uh, and, and it's incredible that within 15 days they began like from production stuff into like this, like volunteers. And I stayed here. Then uh, I, from our militaries, uh, there were uh, a necessity uh, to make like a promo for the foreign legion to attract attention of uh, uh, professional uh, soldiers to come here to fight. Like not not, not only soldiers, but as well as me- uh, doctors and volunteers and whatsoever. Now I'm <laughs> from a commercial director. I became a. And now I'm filming the documentary that would uh, attract attention of professional soldiers and professional doctors and volunteers all around the world. And we would broadcast it like through any uh, streaming services. And now I'm in the progress of shooting like a documentary. So it's like a, a commercial, like but, but, but not a commercial. Uh, it's a documentary that would attract. So this is it. This, this is my story. Yeah. So your current your current goal is to capture these this story to help the world understand what's really happening and to enlist their help. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, uh, <clears throat> the point is that uh, for the moment, uh, Ukrainian government and Ukrainian military forces are doing a great job, and uh, but still uh, they attract uh, to the foreign legion. The majority of those who come here, of course, there are plenty of those who are with war experience, with battle experience, and they experienced uh, soldiers. But still, I guess like 70% of those who come here to Ukraine, they are not professional soldiers. And they're like guys who played uh, Call of Duty, you know, and, and decided that they can fight uh, or be soldiers. And it's a problem for, for, for us today. We want to attract attention of those who, who can fight, like come here and fight here already, not to be trained for months, because we believe that, uh, I guess, it would not last for months. I hope so. So, Oleg, my question to you is, for those of us, like here in America, in other parts of the world, we are watching, we're seeing the news, but the reality of what you are experiencing is obviously very different what do you want us to know so that we can really understand and perhaps uh, be inspired to, to help? Well, I guess first the thing, the point you are di- interested in it is pretty much, well, you are doing what you can. I guess that what you need to know is when I heard, because now for it's the second week I'm shooting this documentary, when I am constantly contacting different uh, people, like from the United States and from Europe or whatsoever, and they say they call it genocide. And from my point of view, it was like uh, for first week, I thought, no, man, it's not genocide. It's just like political stuff where they're trying to get uh, some benefits, like we're not a part of NATO and, you know, where they uh, gain some territories from us. And I don't know. But for the moment, it's clear for me that this is genocide. It is. Unfortunately, it is. Mariupol, from my perspective, but now what I see now, it's absolutely genocide because you cannot 
kill civilians, you cannot demolish uh, uh, cities. You can fight with uh, soldiers, with army, but what they do, what Russians do with uh, Ukraine today, it's a complete uh, massacre, it's genocide. <coughs> it's, you cannot call it otherwise, because what's the point of killing, for the moment, uh, they killed 150 kids so far. Guys, 150 kids. Mm. And it's the, 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 the numbers they call us, I believe it's much more. And it's twice or triple more of injured or left without parents. Now I'm shooting orphans' houses with kids who are left without parents because of war. It's a genocide, man. It's, it's, no. They're not fighting our army. They're fighting Ukrainians as nation. And, it, and it's what you need there to realize. Yes. That it's a horrible thing. We never thought in, in, in the worst nightmare we didn't expect Russians who, is, who was our neighbor for centuries. Uh, but they hate us. They hate us and they, they try to destroy us. But they could fuck it themselves, of course. And that's the, that's the main thing you should realize. It's not war against, it's not a political war. It's just a war against Ukrainian people. This is what carries us, uh, what not, not scared, but this is what is absolutely uh, unnormal. And if you can help us with any way, with money, with, uh, I don't know, with uh, medical training, with whatsoever, you should. Because we are fighting now for not only our freedom, we are fighting for, for the freedom of, of the world, because Russia is uh, the world's terrorist, the most uh, dangerous terrorist in the world. Well, I for anyone who wonders about the meaning of genocide, right, I looked it up right here, which is the deliberate killing of a large number of people from a particular nation with the aim of destroying that nation. And that's what I'm hearing you say, this is the reality of the situation. And that's what you're describing is actually happening right now in the war. Absolutely, absolutely. They thought, I, I cannot believe it, they thought that we are Russians, but we are not. We are not Russians. We are, the mindset differs much. We're not slaves. Russians are slaves. They are forced to be like, um, okay, it's di dictator. They have the dictator Putin. Okay, but we, are, we have no dictators for 30 years already. We are free and we will fight for our freedom. It's obvious. All the soldiers, the civilians, the volunteers, the foreigners come here who understands the importance of what we're doing here. And we are fighting not for only for our freedom, but to destroy the, the, the mindset that in 21st century, some, well, dictator thinks he can manage things with war. It's ridiculous. Like, we're in 21st century, war in Europe, come on. What is happening? What is wrong with them? And, and plenty of people in Russia support this war. What's wrong with them? How can someone support the war after the Second World War? How can it be real? You know, this is what's ridiculous for me. So, Oleg, uh, the, the people in our industry, right? These are 
agencies and studios, production companies, right? We have influence. Yes, we have money, but we also have influence because we can create messages, campaigns, we can tell stories. How can we help you? How can we help Ukraine? Do you have any ideas for us? I guess that you uh, have to promote the idea that for me, it's clear that uh, Putin is not dangerous only for Ukraine, but he's dangerous for the world. He, uh, Russia is a nuclear state. And it is for the whole world, it's most dangerous terrorists. You need to understand it. We are fighting not uh, today, not for only Ukraine, not for our families, for our homes that are demolished, the cities that uh, are demolished. Uh, my uh, one of my flats uh, is demolished now. Uh, my uh, house is uh, uh, in the well in the middle of uh, war, and I I don't know what will happen. And whether I have it because I, I, for, for the moment I don't know whether it's uh, okay. Maybe it is uh, demolished as well. But you should understand that, uh, and and in the United States and in Europe, because uh, now I'm uh, have the opportunity to, to come with with a lot of uh, people from that come here, like volunteers, like Foreign Legion, and they uh, say no, 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 they would never attack NATO, never. Invade Poland, for example. No, it, it is impossible. It was our thoughts until 24th of February. We would never imagine that it could happen, but it happened. He's crazy that way. He started war. It is, nobody here expected it. Nobody. You should understand that the, the, the Russia is danger. It's danger for the whole world. They are terrorists. People's life, like civilians' life, means nothing to them. They kill civilians. They they rape women. They they kill children. Uh, by the way, a couple of days ago, I met uh, guys from the United States that came with the volunteer missions. They make uh, 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 medical training here, and 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 they they said that uh, a few months uh, ago they came from Afghanistan, and. Um, uh, they were try. They were helping refugees to escape uh, the Taliban troops, and they said, "Man, I can never imagine the Taliban, Talibanian men would ever, ever kill a kid." And they thought the Taliban mm. as, are, are, are savages, they're animals, and they said that, that well, man, what Russians do is absolutely incredible. You cannot believe. They never saw something like this. Russians are much more dangerous than Taliban. It's not Osama bin Laden. It's, it's twice, I don't know, 10, 10 times uh, worse. This thing you should understand. He is crazy maniac. And we are all in danger. And in any way you can help Ukraine, you should. It's not a matter only of... Uh, I guess money or whatever, but you should spread this idea because, uh, well, still when you are safe, you think, well, you know, it will never happen to us. We're on the other continent, European people. We are NATO, so nobody believes that he would ever try to attack us because we're strong. No, man. It is, it is real. That's what you need to understand. Well, I appreciate 
you making that clear, the danger is real, and that we can fight it with money, with supplies, with medicine, but we can also fight the ideas. And that's what I hear you saying, is there is a war of ideas. And for those people who believe in freedom, in democracy, in the, uh, the living in peace, we must fight for those ideas and share those ideas and spread those ideas. Absolutely, that's what you need to do. Because still, when you are safe, you think that it would never happen to you. And that was, was where thinking and what was mistake. Thanks God, thanks to our military forces of Ukraine, we are pretty, I guess, ready for that. And what you are, what, 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 what we're seeing now, what we're watching now, is that uh, Russian troops are, well, not that tough as everybody, all the world was expecting, because they uh, always called themselves like uh, a second army in the world after the United States, but they are not that strong, they're weak, and we, we defeat them. We are hearing reports that the Russian soldiers are, don't believe in this cause, that they are not truly motivated to or inspired to kill civilians and that they lack the resolve they have not uh, that it's the leadership do you have any opinions about that man but still they do but still they do they kill civilians they kill kids yeah uh, i told you that it was three times we tried to escape from behind the enemy lines to reach uh, kiev and to make our kids safe but uh, when i uh, first time tried to escape uh, through the enemy lines russians soldiers uh, they were like, uh, it was like, I believe, uh, a seventh, because basically when, when you have no information, no electricity, you are like, you don't know, know what the day it is, what time it is. And uh, I guess it, it was like seventh of, of eighth, maybe ninth day of the invasion. And when uh, we did not success and we were forced to go back to my house and by Russian troops. And uh, they were apologizing. They were saying, man, we are very sorry that we're here. It said, go fuck yourself. What is the sorry? You have uh, uh, the machine gun in your hands and you are sorry. What's wrong with you? And they were saying, well, we have, it's not our decision. We have our orders. It's blah, 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 blah. But uh, the second and the third time it was like it, uh, 14th and 15th, uh, 14th and 15th day uh, of the uh, invasion, and uh, it was uh, completely different. Their, their um, attitude was completely different. They were angry, they were aggressive, and they were saying like bullshit, like, uh, uh, look uh, what your uh, government put you in. It's your government fault, guys. And you understand, man, you are here. You are uh, armed forces here, and you blame our government that you are here. What's wrong with you? You're crazy. You're stupid. So I, I'm, I'm uh, okay. They're not motivated, uh, but they're still angry and they're aggressive, and they spread terror here. Yes, it's have uh, no uh, exclusion. 
for me, it's no exclusion. Okay, you are not motivated, but still kill. You kill kids. 150 kids so yes. far. What's wrong with them? What soldiers, what kind of soldiers are they to kill kids? What's wrong with them? So for me, it's uh, not a matter of motivation, but a matter of mindset. They are brainwashed. They are stupid. Uh, they are, well, you know, this propaganda, Russian propaganda, made them believe that they are right. Doing the shit in our country is right, too. They still they are maybe not motivated, but they are angry because they are losing. They are losing their teammates, uh, uh, their friends here. They are being killed, and of course they have anger. And this anger is uh, for us. It's terror, complete terror. If you are watching like what is happening in Kharkiv in Mariupol, it's not a war against. Uh, like against soldiers, it's against uh, against the civilians, against our kids, women. I met uh, now. I'm while shooting this uh, documentary. I'm meeting uh, people uh, from all over Ukraine and from Mariupol as well. And uh, it's horrible stuff that they they they, they are describing. It's horrible, like uh, the the dead bodies all over the streets and they have no electricity, no heat, no water, no um, food with kids and they're trying to escape and they're uh, constantly bombed. So it's not a matter of uh, motivation. Still they do. Okay, still they do it. Well, thank you for helping us understand that. Um, I was going to share with you that a very cl person close to me is was very good friends with Brent Renault, the filmmaker who was killed by Russians about two weeks ago. And this was the moment for me when it became very real. When this is a, a death close to me and it's, it's very difficult for us to understand what it must be like for you and the friends the family, the country, uh, your, the people in your country that are, that are being uh, killed in this war. But I think you're, you make a good point. Can we somehow contribute and help win the war of ideas as well as the war on the ground? Because... I guess the, 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 the leading idea that you should uh, promote is... Uh, it should be stopped. It should be stopped because otherwise, uh, in a month, it could happen in your country. Now right. we're fighting, Ukraine fighting, not for itself, but for the whole world. And you can support, thanks God, that you have not missiles uh, in the United States or in Europe or wherever. You are very happy because, well, we, we have not... We had not that in our country months ago. We uh, were living our lives. We are li we are shooting uh, funny commercials. I'm the director of the funniest Ukrainian commercials. But now I'm the uh, battle correspondent within hotspots, and uh, this is what happened to me. I never thought that that that, that it would happen to me. I never thought that it would. Uh, uh, experience any anger to or any hate to anyone 
or would uh, like to kill someone. But now Ukrainians, uh, not, on, not the majority, but all the Ukrainians want to kill Russians because they destroyed their lives. We don't know what would be okay when it, uh, when it ended. We don't know what life would be because we understand that the creative uh, industry, the shooting industry would like uh, be, I don't know when would they recover. I don't know. Months, years, I don't know. But we, we need to feed our kids uh, to well live our lives and we have no opportunity for that. And you, you should understand that you are in, in the circumstances when you can, you should be first, you should be prepared for that. Because I believe that Putin is a crazy maniac. He could, uh, he can, well, invade Poland or invade uh, Baltic uh, countries whatsoever. You should be, you should realize that it is real because we were naive to, to, to think that it's not real, but he can. It's not the point of uh, fearing something, I guess. Uh, it's much more like to realize that it's real and do any efforts to support Ukraine, to support uh, peace all over the world via investigating, uh, via investing uh, into Ukraine, like with what you can, with money, with weapons, with professionals. Uh, and th this is what the creative industry could, can, can, well, make for us, I guess. Well, I uh, look forward to taking your words and uh, pushing them out to our industry around the world. And I hope it is the start of more help and that we can help you win the war of ideas and, uh, and help Ukraine. Uh, so we're, we're here for you and hope we can help in any way possible. Um, so we support you and we will uh, pray that you stay safe and, uh, and hope to hear good news from you soon as the, hopefully the war ends soon. Yeah, we hope so. We hope so. But we basically, we do not believe it will end like in a month or something. Because uh, we understand that Putin is not the guy who would like to be defeated. He's not of that kind. Of course. And he is defeated already here. But uh, it's for him, it's like... Uh, more motivation to destroy us. And of course, for the moment, we feel like we are encouraged, uh, we uh, make a success in war. Uh, today, the, the, the great news for me that today, that my village that is uh, in the suburbs of Kiev, and uh, the capital of uh, Ukraine, uh, is liberated. And I don't know whether my house is safe, I don't know what's, because uh, they uh, were robbing the houses, they're not soldiers, they're just like, uh, you know, they're thieves. Thieves and thugs. They, they, they steal things from houses, yes, and they are, well, they're not soldiers, they're weak people, miserable people who are stealing things from the houses. Well, well what kind of soldiers are you guys? So, but still we understand that uh, it's not uh, a big... Uh, Think for us because I guess that they are preparing something even worse for us today. They are leaving their positions uh, uh, from our capital, but still I believe that it's like uh, another 
opportunity for them to regroup and to to give another strike, something like that. And regarding now um, industry, we for the moment those of us who who can be a volunteer became a volunteer those of us who can shoot a propaganda shoot propaganda it's not well it's very strange what propaganda like you know like <laughs> from hitler's yeah. uh, something like from, yes. from the, or stalin's no it's but i call it propaganda because first it supports and encourages ukrainian people who are in a miserable situation and they and and they need to know that we are together that we are united, that we uh, stand for each other, we would never surrender, that, that we're strong. And the other thing is that we encourage uh, people from around the world to come here to fight with us, with the terror, because it is important. We are in need. Uh, it's not because we are weak, just because we the, 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 the enemy we fighting with is uh, much, much more stronger. They have uh, like uh, five times more troops and and stuff, and that's why the, the, that's the whole industry, the whole creative industry, are working on that for the moment, and it's absolutely beautiful. What what I need to tell you that uh, despite all the horrible things I passed with my kids through, all the time I saw the absolute beauty of people because when the village people from my village where I live in suburbs. When uh, they knew that uh, there are four kids in my house, and th they brought everything they've got, everything they've got, the food, the 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 the, the gas, uh, the petrol, the all this stuff, the water, the milk, uh, the, the 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 candies for the kids, and I was it was like tears in my eyes because it was absolutely the beauty of of the people who help each other despite of they are in the same situation. And I, I even, uh, I am 39 uh, for the moment, and I never thought of uh, putting some tattoo on my uh, body. But, but uh, two days ago, I put a tattoo. I make a tattoo that, uh, it's, it's one word in Ukrainian, it states, it says, it, it, it is like in English, like, give all you have. Give all you have to others. Because I want to remember the beauty of people who, who were that generous, that uh, brilliantly and absolutely kind to bring everything they've got because they know we have four kids in our house. And that, 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 that is the opposite side of war when you see the beauty of Ukrainians, the beauty of how we love each other, how we care about each other, and that we, we cannot be surrendered because... You should, if you want to defeat Ukraine, you should kill all of us, all of us, because until one of us is standing, we would be kind to each other. We would stand for each other. And this is absolutely beautiful. I was, this is what I, I want to, to remember for all my life until the end. That's a beautiful story and a, and a beautiful example of, in contrast to the war, that there is yeah, absolutely right, and this is what what I, 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 I this is what I see through all uh, my being uh, here in Lviv, because all the time uh, <laughs> there's no we are very kind and very caring about each other all the time. 
every time when when I uh, came to idea that I want to shoot the documentary, I contacted the uh, rental house and they said, "Man, if you need any cameras, any lenses, any stuff, you can get it." I said, "For how long?" And they said, For "As long as you need it, because you're doing the right stuff." And they gave us a Lexus Mini. They uh, they gave us cookie lenses. And we are shooting now absolutely brilliant. Uh, I would uh, send you, if you want, I would send you. The, we, we Yesterday we made a teaser oh, good. for this uh, movie I'm shooting. And uh, it's absolutely generosity, absolutely kindness of people, the beauty of Ukrainians. And I love it very much because it's like, you know, and, and, and we, 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 all the time we were like, like that. But what Putin did with us, he made us united. United forever. And this is uh, maybe <laughs> the best thing this uh, stupid fuck did for all his life. He gave us uh, the understanding that we are one nation, we are united, we love each other, we're kind to each other, we can uh, give the last uh, thing you have to your to, to, to your even to the man you don't know. And this is what I'm meeting all the time. All the time I'm meeting people who are ready to give uh, the last they have. And it's not, not like, uh, we do not consider it like we are heroes. No, it's absolutely normal. It's absolutely normal. You need it, take it. I have it, take it, if you need it. And this, this, this beauty of Ukrainians are absolutely incredible and I love it. Oleg, thank you for inspiring us and for being honest and sharing your story of being a creative who is now a soldier, in effect. And yeah, I, <laughs> in effect, I am. Yeah. It's crazy. And I, and I also appreciate you inspiring us with the story of give all you have. And I hope it inspires others uh, to become involved and help win the war in on all of its fronts, the war of ideas, the war on the ground. Um, and I hope we can stay in touch and receive updates um, as, as things move forward. Yeah, you may, you may. Yeah, it's not uh, all the time I'm, uh, uh, you can reach me because um, sometimes I'm shooting in places that are not allowed to, to be with you. You should uh, turn off your cell phone and it's, it's, not always that, but uh, you can reach me somehow. Good. Okay. Whew, this has been very emotional for me. So um, thank you for sharing this. And uh, I, I, I hope it's in some way I'm able to help and bring others into this, into this story with you and that they will also help. So um, hope, hope so, man. Hope so. Thank you for your interest. Uh, thank you that you are not standing aside because of course, I understand that until the war came into your house, it is not that important. And uh, this is what I guess the Ukrainians understood because uh, we have uh, <clears throat> like crisis here. Uh, well, the war uh, terror from Russia in Moldova, the war terror yeah. in Chechnya, the war terror in uh, Georgia here in uh, like they are our neighbors but we were not that involved and I, now we understood everybody understood how wrong we were because we could of course we made that marches of uh, disagree but now we understand how much more we could do and unfortunately of course we should 
for that we should face the real war here on our territory and lost our homes and uh, the family are divided families are divided so uh, i guess uh, this is a good lesson for all of us and a pretty cool lesson for you to understand that of course that unless you have uh, the war on your territory it's not that important but still uh, it could happen like tomorrow and it is uh, much more safer for you to be like a part of it when it's not there yes it's, not, it's here yeah so in any way you can help please help we need your help we need your support we need your professionals your uh, soldiers whatsoever in any case you and, and of course if you can spread the idea that these uh, terrorists the most dangerous terrorists can come to your home tomorrow this is the best you can do yes it's a war against free people everywhere is it not absolutely absolutely well thank you oleg so once again thank you so much yes keep in touch yes keep in touch stay safe uh be strong and we will be sending help thank you so much I want to tell you about a place to connect that you might not know about. It's our online community called Rev Community. It's a great place to get to know other creative business owners like yourself, to share some thought leadership and read other encouragement, to be challenged in this new marketplace, new technology, ideas, economic trends, and it's a place to research. Check out many of the resources we have online, our videos, and of course, this podcast. Join us today at revthink.com slash community. If you're a creative studio owner, feel free to join us today at revthink.com slash community. I look forward to seeing you there.